John Lennon's Imagine was the best-selling song of his solo career after the Beatles disbanded. Released in 1971, Lennon composed it on a white piano in his bedroom one summer morning. The song was a plea for peace and love around the world during the Vietnam War. The overall architecture. First of all, it was in the key of C major in 4-4 four, four time. There's an introduction, verse 1, a refrain. Actually, it's sometimes referred to as a bridge or a connector. Verse 2, refrain 2, chorus, verse 3, refrain 3, chorus. The introduction. As mentioned earlier, the song is in the key of C major. The chords in the key of C are C major, the one chord, D minor, the two chord, E minor, the three chord, F major, the four chord, G major, the five chord, A minor, the six chord, B diminished, the seven chord. The introduction is four measures long, divided into two two-measure phrases. It uses two chords, the C chord, the one chord, and F, the four chord. Let's listen to the first two measures. Not to break any copyright laws, please listen to the original recording. I will, though, play some examples. In the example I just played, in measure one, we had a C major chord featuring C in the bass with an octave C in syncopation for the left hand. The right hand plays E and G of the C chord on the beat. On the fourth beat of the first measure, a major seventh is added to the C, creating the C major seventh chord. A major seventh chord is an extension of the one chord and can be used sometimes on the four chord, adding color and emotion. This moves to the F chord in the second bar, keeping the bass pattern with the F in the bass and the syncopated Cs. On the fourth beat, John plays a 16th note chromatic line pulling upward. The notes are A, B flat, B, and C, and they pull up to a D as the C chord re-enters in the third measure. This creates a C major added nine chord. This chord, as with the major seventh, adds again color and emotion. I will play that C add nine chord now, and then I'll play the note by itself so you can hear it. In most printouts of the music and the original sheet music, this is omitted. They just have a C chord, but he is playing it. The C major 7th and the C major add 9 are really subtle nuances, subconsciously adding emotion to the introduction and to the rest of the song. This introduction creates both a melodic and a rhythmic hook. The third and fourth measures, the second half of the introduction, are the same as the first two. The only difference is, is that C, that D, added to the C chord, the C major chord add nine. This pattern now continues. It becomes the background of the first verse. This is normal procedure for most songs. The intro sets the tonality, time, signature, tempo, 
genre, mood, and overall feel of a work. Of course, there are notable exceptions. For example, Under the Bridge by the Red Hot Chili Peppers features an intro by John Frusciante, which is totally different than the song that follows. However, it fits its role in another way. Through contrast and juxtaposition, it sheds a light on the entrance of the song. Verse number one is eight measures long. As previously mentioned, the two-bar introductory hook becomes the background layer of the verse. As the chords continue, the lyrics enter. The two-bar hook is heard four times, once for each of the four phrases of the verse. As you listen to the original recording, take notice of how all the lyrics are set against the C chord, leaving space every time the F chord appears, giving the music time to breathe. It is said silence is as important as the notes in music. Tom Petty is a master of this. Check out my podcast on Mary Jane's Last Dance. The four lyrical phrases that coincide with the four appearances of the two-measure introductory hook are Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Refrain number one. This is a bridge, in other words, a connector to the next section, but in itself, it's a hook. A refrain is from the Latin word to repeat, a line of poetry or music. It can mean the chorus of a song or a phrase at the end of a verse becoming an important hook. The rhythmic motive is continued. However, the chord rhythm is altered to two beats each, immediately creating separation from the verse. So the chords we just heard are, the first chord is F, the four chord, with F in the bass. The second chord was an A minor with the E in the bass. This is the sixth chord. The E is the fifth of the chord in the bass, pulling to the root D of the next chord, D minor seventh. D minor is the two chord, and the minor seventh adds color and emotion, similar to a major seventh on the one chord. The next chord is the F chord again, but this time the C is in the bass, continuing the downward movement of the bass line. The bass line for the first four chords was F, E, D, and C. At this point, the bass jumps up to the note G, and we have a G chord, the five in the key of C, which pulls to the one chord. And the next chord is a C chord, but it has the G in the bass. So the one chord has the fifth in the bass, making a smooth transition between G, the G chord, and the following G7 chord, which is implied because there is no third in the chord, which signifies major, minor, or seventh. The lyrics to this first refrain or bridge is Imagine all the people living for today. We will hear this refrain bridge two more times. The next time, the lyrics will be, Imagine all the people living life in peace. You, and then that continues into the chorus. And then one more time with, Imagine all the people sharing all the world. And then the lyric, You, which leads into the final chorus. At this point, however, we move into verse 2, 
And then after verse two, we go to bridge number two, the refrain connector, which brings us into the chorus. The chorus is eight measures long, and there are four phrases which are similar to the verse in that they are separated by a period of rest, which opens up the music and also lets the listener really consider the lyrics and the meaning of each phrase. The four phrases are, number one, you may say, I'm a dreamer. Number two, but I'm not the only one. And then, I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. Let's listen to the chords now. F, G, C, E, E7. Opening a chorus with the four chord is a common procedure because it signals something new is entering. The four chord pulls to the five to the one, a perfect cadence. The E chord is an altered three chord from minor to major. Then the seventh is added, creating E7. Whenever you alter any chord in the key other than the five chord to a seventh chord, this is a dominant seventh chord, you are creating what is known as a secondary dominant. Please see podcast 16 for more information. It infers a new key. In this case, E7 pulls to A or A minor, either the chord or the key. However, at this point, it is used to pull to the F chord, one half step below, pulling by close proximity. Pulling to a chord by one half step below or above, especially by a diminished seventh chord, is common in jazz. The chords we just heard, F, G, C, E, and E7, are used for the first three phrases. For the fourth phrase, with the lyrics, and the world will be as one, the E and E7 chords are omitted. So we have F to G to C, a perfect cadence. After the chorus, we hear verse 3, the bridge, number 3, the bridge connector, and then we end the song with the chorus. Since the chorus ends with that perfect cadence, F, G, C, 4-5-1 in the key of C, we come to a definite ending. The song does not fade out, but comes to a definite end on the C chord. This classic of modern music is a showcase of John's poetry, devotion to humanity, and of one who has complete mastery of song construction. We have seen melodic, rhythmic, and harmonic hooks, along with the use of silence to let the music both breathe and be absorbed by the listener. I believe this quote by Paul Brunton fits perfectly. I quote, that deep silence has a melody of its own, a sweetness unknown amid harsh discords of the worldly sounds. End quote. I hope this analysis aids you in your own compositions. If you are interested, I have videos on YouTube dealing with various techniques of composition and a book available on Amazon, The Songwriter's Guide to Melodies. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Joe.